0: Welcome to 3Talk, coaching conversations for modern day living. With backgrounds in business, marketing and teaching, Susie, Lucia and Fleur bring you tips and tools to help you live the life you want to live. 3Talk, transforming lives for the better. Welcome to 3Talk this week, where if you're joining us, the world feels a little strange and confusing right now. And navigating this uncertainty across the globe means we are no doubt in challenging times. There isn't a single sector of public or private life that has not been impacted by the coronavirus. And today, like the rest of the population, I find myself feeling sad about the stark contrast between where the world was four weeks ago and where we are today. As human nature, when we're less accepting, we can start to question everything. Like, what's gonna happen? What's everyone gonna do? What does it mean for our future? What does it mean for our family? When will it all be over? but we simply do not have the answers and faced with this much uncertainty, we can start to move into feelings of fear, anxiety and panic. My immediate reaction and feelings this pandemic were denial, fear and anger, but then I was forced to step back and respond in a better way because none of these emotions or feelings are gonna be helpful to me and my family. So how do we find the strength and the certainty to feel okay and focus on solutions? And more importantly, How do we change our own state of mind around this chaos? Firstly, attempting to figure it all out is not the highest use of your mental energy as there will be an endless list of scenarios that we'll create and we just cannot mitigate against all of these. However, we can help ourselves and those around us by becoming empowered and making positive choices. So today I invite you to determine how you will remain empowered over the next several months for yourself, your family and your community. Every day we have the choice to sit back and let the cars fall as they may, as though we may be victim to our circumstances or we can take really empowered action and make the most of a challenging situation. So today we're gonna talk about some topics which are gonna help you remain empowered during this time. And the first topic we're going to talk about is self-isolation. Based on data from countries, you may feel the need to swell for quarantine. This is now being cited as the responsible thing to do in order to save the vulnerable. It is by no means going to be an easy task, mentally or physically, but it is the right thing to do if you're being asked to by your government. And I think this is one of the key areas that people are needing um, help with in order to get their mindset around the fact that they are no longer going to have the freedom that they once had what do you think about that Lucia
1: I think you just hit the you just hit it there because I think the first thing we all need to change here is that the mindset because the number of times i heard from people around me like oh but I do feel fine and that's a, you know that's amazing to hear. Fantastic! I'm very glad that you're feeling fine. But the risk here is not that you may be infected; is that you could possibly be already infected and you could be passing it on to some others whilst you're out there thinking, "I'm feeling fine." Uh, so I think this is a time where we need to look at ourselves, but most importantly, we need to look at others and start thinking about. How can I help or how can I be impacting others? And self-isolation, it is that utmost exploration or demonstration of truly caring for others Uh, because I think we need to keep reminding ourselves this is not so much about us, it is about others and how can we help them?
0: I mean, that goes on to the second point, which is donating. So it is all about at times it's how we can help people. So you can help by donating through local food banks. If the news is anything to go by, then obviously there are job losses that are imminent. And people are actually worried about how people are going to cope with that, that are already in not good circumstances. So donating food is an amazing way. Donating clothes is an amazing way looking at how you can help your local community like the elderly and donating your time. Because let's be honest, we're going to have time on our hands here. So it's really important that you can feel empowered by actually turning this into a control where you can help people. What do you think about that, Fleur? Yeah, I think that's definitely important. And last night
2: we set up a WhatsApp group with our local neighbours and we were trying to figure out which neighbours needed help. And I knocked on a few doors this morning of a couple of the elderly ladies and asked them, you know, is there any, anybody visiting you? Is there anything we can get you? Uh, told them which house I lived in just to say, you know, if you need to pop across the road and you need support with anything, please ask. And I do feel that that sense of community is really important for those vulnerable people, those people that live on their own. Yes, I think lots of people, uh, old people, they haven't got access to the digital world, which makes us feel, still feel connected. So even when I was walking the dog around the park this morning, I spoke to two or three elderly ladies and just said, are you okay? And is there somebody helping you? And I think just them knowing that people care
0: makes a huge difference. I think it's so important, Flora, And Like you said, in terms of the online or lack of online communication that they may have, I mean, for me, I I was just talking about this to my mum who lives far away. FaceTime is a godsend right now, Um, just having that social interaction. But we just got to remember that not everybody does have that access. So that brings me nicely on to the next point, which is maximizing your downtime. So here's the thing as people start to work from home and offices move away from the usual working habits. You may find that the time that you took to travel and work, you've got that back. Or you may find that you're actually working less. Whatever circumstances you find yourself in, now is the time to maximise it. This could be a few weeks, this could be a few months, this could be longer. My advice would be not to let this time go past and not really utilise it for the good. So, There are some amazing podcasts out there. There are great books. I have a pile of books that I want to get through. There might even be a course that you wanted to do that was online. Now is the time to dig in, because you're finally going to be able to have the time for it. So you should set some time aside for you, and kind of work out between you and your partner or you and your kids, almost a rotor system for this, because there's no point in both of you um, not having time to do something for yourself. So. I think this will be really a positive um, opportunity that will come out of this. What do you think, Lucia? Well,
1: I think like, you know, having downtime, in a way, is a godsend, right? The number of times that we keep here, and I just don't have time for that, I just don't have time for the other thing, Well, now we're going to find ourselves with that time in our hands. And as you were saying, it's our chance to use it wisely. So probably most of you listening to us today at the beginning of the year had a to-do list or want to do things. That was as long as those paper rolls that are now lacking. Well, get to tick those boxes. Start looking at that list. Start looking at the things that you wanted to do, the books you wanted to read, the courses you wanted to do, the languages you wanted to learn. Now you've got that time in your hands. And yes, it is a challenging situation, but it could present an opportunity. It could be that time where you find then that time in your hands. What are you going to do with it? And I would also say, it's time to get creative. Yes, you might be confined in your house and you've got four walls protecting you. What you do with those four walls, what you do inside those four walls is now down to you. And I've seen a number of people already online kind of saying, hey, I found this lovely workout exercise. How about we all log in or connect at this time and we all do the workout together? So, again, that powerful community or that sense of being connected that we keep saying is taking major stage people are jumping on the opportunity and they're saying okay if I cannot go to the gym I'm going to do it from home and I'm going to you know FaceTime my friends and we're going to do it together so get creative and start looking at that downtime and think of what you want to use that time for because we've got that unique opportunity right now.
0: And, you know, you've just really touched on something you said when you're in your, you know, between your four walls that are protecting you. I also just ask our listeners to think of those four walls as actually up here, actually your brain. And it's what you do in there that is going to count over the next few months, because that's where we actually spend most of our time. And it's about treating your brain as you would. Other activities in your life, making sure that there's healthy stuff going on up there too, because I think that's going to be key. But okay. And there's another one, which I think personally is going to be useful to me is structuring personal time and making sure that that newly found time doesn't run away. I don't look back in four months and go, Oh, what did I do? Oh, nothing. And it's used intentionally and wisely and full of meaningful activities. And so not to get sucked into the Netflix abyss. I went on Netflix the other night and I couldn't get on to Netflix. That was how many people were using it apparently. And that just goes to show you we're not even really in it at the moment. And that happened. I also think it's about keeping a consistent routine for your kids because the more consistent you can be with them, the less strain they're going to feel, especially if they're not schooling um, and they've had to come out of school. And just keeping your daily routine in place for I find personally for my sanity. So without a routine, I can easily go off track. So I think this is really important. Again, it goes back to keeping a healthy mindset for me. What do you think, Fleur? It can be a good time for you
2: to do board games with your kids, do drawing with your kids, do cooking with your kids, do things that you don't get time to do. But don't feel guilty that you need to do that all day as well, because often parents can feel like that. Also structure in you time. If it's a lovely bath, if it's just half an hour to read a book or listen to a podcast or anything that makes you feel better, that boosts your mental, emotional, physical, spiritual energy. For me, I will continue meditating three times a day It might even go up. You never know. (laughs) Having three kids at home, it might be six times a day. (laughs) Do keep looking after yourself. And if you don't know about how to meditate, there's so many YouTube clips. You don't even need to use an app. There's hypnosis clips as well that can help you get rid of all the stress out of your body and get deeper into
0: relaxation. So do prioritize you. And I think one of the things, and we were just talking about this, weren't we earlier, ladies, was the fact that the news is kind of not being helpful to our souls right now. So the next point is minimising your exposure to the news. So if you are like the majority of the population that reacts to news in a negative way, then my advice to you would be get info you need only from reliable sources. So looking at government websites or looking at the who or not turning on to social media, scrolling unintentionally, and just seeing images or things pop up that are going to set your heart racing. You know, only go to accounts that are posting uplifting material. When we're in times of anxiety, it is unhelpful for us to continue that anxiety by feeding it with accounts that don't drive any positive information. So one of the ways I have been coping, and this isn't denial because I have been getting my news, is by skipping the news. So instead of watching it three times a day, I might only watch it one time a day. And is also asking for news via my husband too. So he also is a good filter So I think at times it is is all about putting filters on things and only taking what you need, because I tell you, it hasn't been very helpful for my energy levels. And I know from talking to um, friends, family and clients, it's not been helpful for them either. So we've got to, it's there, we can't get away from it, but we've just got to manage it and learn how to manage it. What do you think about this?
1: I believe that the main thing to remember here is select and options and choices. Yes, uh, you know, the news obviously are quite important, but you get to choose which news you want to listen to or you want to read. You get to choose whose accounts are you following on social media. You get to choose when you turn the TV on. And I think we live in a world where being connected, it is, or staying not connected is almost impossible. We get feed these news right, left and centre, But it is down to us to choose how we want to consume those. So one way which you can do this is watch the news in the morning or get your feed in the morning where you've got the whole day to digest it and also to, in a way, forget about it. Maybe do not do it before going to bed when you know you're still going to be processing it and therefore you're not going to have a restful night because you're still going to be thinking over that. So as much as possible, it's about working with yourself to help you, yes, stay informed, but also to help you stay positive. Like the number of accounts I've been seeing, you know, feeding or posting uplifting content and ways in which you can improve the situation or creative ways in which you can play with your children or tackle your work in the, working from home day. It really is inspirational. So I think you also have to play an active part here. And decide which sort of information you want to be serviced and which sort of information is going to help you achieve your best and getting through this period at your own best.
0: I love that literally. I love that actually stuck in my head is be active, not reactive, because when we are faced with challenges, we can feel completely helpless and like a real loss and sense of control but actually you can still play an active part in your life and this, and you still do have many areas that you can control. So yeah, I absolutely love that. Okay. So one of the other areas, and actually this might make people come out in sweaty palms. I actually love this (laughs) is financial planning. And trust me, I know so many friends and clients and family members that, bury their head in the sand with stuff like this. Nothing to do with the coronavirus, just to do with the fact that that is what they do. However, here's the thing. It is always good to review your numbers and know exactly what is coming in and out of accounts and what is it going to look like over the next few months. You know, one of the things, me and my husband both work for ourselves. So we both run our own businesses. So yeah, that's absolutely key for us. But even before that, I would always know my numbers. So... It's about taking time to really assess your finances. Looking at where you are right now is great, but also starting to plan if things are the way they are in three or four months, where will that be? And never burying your head in the sand. There are so, there's so much help out there at the moment from mortgage companies, from credit card companies who are saying they are happy to hold things. They're happy to put, you know, your mortgages on hold for two or three months if it helps. Same with, um, I just had something pop up from American Express And if you tackle this now, you're going to be in a really great place, not just financially, but mentally. Feel empowered, take control, and start looking at how people can help you out there. Because for some people, this might not be an easy few months. I have friends who are facing potential job losses and they're looking at the what if, what now. You need to start planning now in order to affect the future. So, I really think this is key. And if you, bottom line is if you don't affect the end result, you can't take control over the actual goal. So what would be your advice on this, Fleur?
2: I think uh, finances can be quite a tricky subject for lots of families. And I think the conversations do need to be had. So pick your time wisely. Make sure that you have both decided this is the time that you're going to sit down and calmly work out what's the best next steps for you because I know my husband is much more likes to think about the finances and I'm much more, oh, it'll be okay. But when he chooses to talk to me, I know I'm a lot more receptive to the conversation, not just before I'm going to bed. I don't want to talk about finances. So I think it's about planning that time to speak about it and also being mindful of any family members that might need some financial support during a time when it's more tricky for them. So just being yeah, mindful about those conversations and when you have them.
0: Yeah. And I think you've, you know, it doesn't matter financial planning or not. Let me just say, whilst I enjoy it, it's still stressful. These are still stressful topics and conversations. Like you said, it's good not to have that going to bed. And I think what's really important if you do have a meeting with your partner is what is the aim of that meeting? And that's all you need to keep coming back to at times when it does feel a bit too stressful because, you um, That will be key to keeping you on track with whatever goal that you're planning for. My next one here is spring cleaning. And whilst that might sound to some people uh, dull, actually there's a lot of good that can come out of this. So A, it keeps you very busy. B, it means that you can have a real good clear out and start to give to charity. So starting to look at things that you can um, give up that you truly just want to purge because you do not need it emptying cupboards clearing out closets all those things on the to-do list like clearing out your garage doing your garden looking at outhouses complete Marie Kondo style and getting everything off that list that you have been meaning to do there is no better time now to use that extra energy that you have to go and start sorting this stuff out what do you think this year?
1: Oh I do love a sprinkling we We did that last weekend, arguably maybe not the wisest idea because I decided to spring clean the kids' bedroom with the kids in it. So you can imagine what maybe would have been a task of a couple of hours was a task of two days because, of course, we had to play with every single thing that we were taking out. But nevertheless, it was actually quite good fun. And you do realise of the amount of things that you're stockpiling on that you actually don't need, don't use. And the space that you have after that is amazing. Like the kids have a bedroom back now. And I think that applies in every single thing that you can do in your life and in and around your house. Like the number of times that you look at the fridge and you're like, oh, I've got nothing to eat. Well, how about you open those cardboards and start looking at the things that are at the end of it. I am sure you will start finding out quite a lot of things that you've forgotten you had there. And that could provide for a very nutritious, healthy meal. And we'll serve you a trip to the supermarket nowadays. So, you know, it is those things that you can find these hidden treasures around your house that would also help you to discover and look back at some memories. Again, you know, taking Marie Condor, when you take all those things out, see if they spark some joy, see the memories that are attached to it and turn this tedious task into something worth going through. And then, you know, just keep focusing on the, on the end of it, which is having a very nice, neat, tidy and a clean house. Who doesn't like a, t- a clean house?
0: Yeah, who doesn't like a clean house? <laughs> <laughs> and I think what you just said as well about sparking joy, God knows we need some joy right now. So I think it's so important. Yeah, especially when you go down, trip down memory lane and looking through, I was looking at some old photographs yesterday. There is a lot of good that can come out of this. Okay, the next one that we've got for you is staying connected so using this time to focus on relationships if you're not used to being at home with your partner this could be a hard time but actually starting to look at the opportunity of that and how can you start to focus on those relationships it's working on connecting with your kids you know actually spending time presently with them turning off electronics you said it earlier Um, playing games like actually playing games board games remember those Um, and playing them with your family and being present you know trying to spend some time on self-educating just doing some things that are making you connect your um, mind body and soul because you need to start making time for this in order to find the strength within you rather than constantly looking to the world for answers. And I think at a time like this, we are looking everywhere for answers, but actually a lot of our answers right now are within, as you said earlier, our four walls, which is ourselves. So I think it's really, really important to try and do that. And obviously, Fleur, you are misconnection. You're all about mind, body and soul. What do you think about this? Yeah, I think the first
2: come, thing that comes up to me is, for me as well, is having time to talk, properly sit down and talk and listen to each other especially listening to kids concerns because obviously this is uh, an interesting time for them as well. And they will have concerns and they might not come up in the sitting down and talk scenario. But when you're playing a game, things might come up that they are thinking that they didn't even know they were thinking. I often find when I'm playing kind of role play games with them, certain thoughts that they're having will pop into their head and it's a good time to talk to them about it. And just, Kind of telling the children that you're staying calm because we're getting the relevant information and we're, we're controlling all the things we can, can control, like washing our hands and being mindful of others and, you know, mostly young children and they'll be safe. So kind of using that connection time to really alleviate their fears and see it as it could be a, a possible time of slowing down and having more connection.
0: Yeah, I think I think it's so important, and we are focused on us, and we are focused on protecting our family and looking after everyone. But I think amongst that, we could potentially just forget about other people's feelings because that is human nature. And like you said, just working through that with um, kids, especially—I mean, of all ages—but really when they start approaching, you know, teenagers, um, I know there's a lot of anxiety out there for that age group right now in terms of what this could mean. So I think that's really important. And now the last one, people um, and I, I had this discussion with someone the other day and we talked about self-care and they said, but how can I think about self-care at a time like this? Well, let me tell you how. You must put yourself first in order to have the energy to look after your family and help your family and loved ones. Um, my husband put it simply to me the other day and he said there is a hierarchy of care and you're at the top. And then we all come below that because when you're okay, we're all okay. When you're not okay, we sense it, we feel it, we pick up on it. And all of a sudden, you know, things start to fall away. And I don't mean that as, um, you know, kind of a matriarch. I mean that as a genuinely, if you are the main carer in your house, then you must put yourself first in times like this. And spend a little bit longer, just a little bit longer doing things for you. So if you are someone that doesn't spend a lot of time on you, saying do all of these things isn't going to be helpful. Just a little bit longer is all we're saying. So whether it's continuing your exercise a bit longer, whether it's meditating longer, whether it's cooking nutritious meals a bit longer, whether it is using that body scrub that you haven't opened since Christmas. Check, that was me. Or taking a bath that you've promised yourself for over a year that you would take. It is things like this that are going to enable you to be able to put your family first, but they'll be last if you can't put yourself before them. So what do you think about this, ladies? Because this is is such a big thing now when we feel like we need to be giving, 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 and self-care seems pretty, I suppose, selfish right now. But actually, as you can see, I don't believe that at all.
1: I mean, I guess let me put it this way. How could you not be thinking about self-care at a time like this? Because as you said, Susie, if you are the one that cares or looks after your family or the ones around you, in this particular time, that is going to be needed of you even more so. So if you're not feeling your best, if you are not at the top of your game, there is no way that you're going to be able to help all those others around you that most definitely need you right now so i would say if there is one thing on your to-do list that you're going to need to look at today right now let it be self-care and start planning things that you need to do for yourself that are going to nourish you are going to nourish your soul your money your mind your body because you need to preserve that energy in order to be able to help others. And let's not forget that we are talking about a disease, a virus, something that affects your immune system. So getting your immune system back up and get it, making sure that your immune system is to the best that it can be should be your number one priority because there is no way that if you fall down, the rest can lift without you. So I would make that your number one priority and be sure that you're doing those things to really help you be at top of your game.
2: I think that's so important. And I would just like to read this poem that someone sent me today, which I think is beautiful. And the people stayed home and read books and listened and rested and exercised and made art and played games and learned new ways of being and were still and listening more deeply. Some meditated, some prayed, some danced, some met their shadows. And the people began to think differently and the people healed And in the absence of people living in ignorant, dangerous, mindless and heartless ways, the earth began to heal. And when the danger passed and the people joined together again, they grieved their losses and made new choices and dreamed new images and created new ways to live and heal the earth fully as they had been healed.
0: Kitty O'Mara That's beautiful. I just listened to that with my eyes closed. And actually, if that's what happens at the end of all of this, we will be a much healthier, happier, abundant and beautiful race for it. So thank you. And I just want to say to all of our listeners that we do appreciate that this is quite a stressful time for people and it can bring up anxieties. And we are always here to support you. So if you are feeling that way, then please feel free to drop some comments in the box and we will, one of us will get back to you. And during this time of uncertainty, just know that you are in control and you can remain empowered in this if you choose to. And hopefully some of the tips that we have given you today will really help you get back and connect to that want to thank you so much for listening to us for this week and thank you always for your support I hope you are all happy and I hope you keep well and you keep safe much love to you and your loved ones have a great week